Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tommy, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey there. I'm so glad you're with me today. Listen, I wanted to take a little bit of time and answer one of the big, big questions that I get a lot from people who or in my mentoring program, or maybe come to a conference, or just, you know, hear a podcast on Facebook, whatever, they're always hearing me talk about, quote-unquote, the kingdom, and the kingdom of God, and so many Christians who love Jesus, who want to do everything they can to, you know, glorify Him in their life, and go after the calling that God's got for them as an artist, uh, really have no clue what it means when we talk about the kingdom, and, you know, I didn't either, (laughs) I think that's the first thing I would say. And so I, I want to kind of bring you into some of the understanding that the Lord's brought to me over the years of walking in the kingdom so that you can really understand that there's a different grid, there's a different blueprint, if you will, that, that we're called to live off of and live from when we're walking in the kingdom as opposed to just doing life as we've always done it. See, most Christians, and and maybe this is your story because I know it was mine, most of us are taught what I would call the gospel of salvation, all right, which goes something like this. We're all sinners. We need to get saved. Jesus came so that we would be saved. And when you get saved, that's kind of like, oh, you know, that's that's the wonderful pinnacle of our spiritual experience here on the earth. And now we just got to hold on till Jesus comes. You know, we just, and the whole point of your existence as someone who is saved and someone who has come to know the Lord is to actually turn around and get other people saved. And I'm like, well, why are we, what's the point of that? Well, to get more people saved, souls, 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 you know, and I'm, you know, at some point I started thinking to myself, well, what is the point of us being on earth? What is the point of the Holy Spirit living inside of us if all we're doing is just getting other people saved so that we can all go to heaven one day. You know, we're just kind of sitting here at the bus stop, if you will, waiting on something to happen. But when you understand, listen, when you understand the nature of the kingdom and what Jesus actually preached, you start to realize that we're not just in this perpetual waiting mode. You start to understand that salvation, you know, by the grace of God through faith in Jesus, is the door to the kingdom. See, we don't just get saved and then just wait to go to heaven, and that's the culmination of our spiritual experience. We don't just get saved, wait to go to heaven, and then, you know, white-knuckle it through the turmoil and through the, the difficulty of life and just say, and just have this idea of, well, one day things will get better, and one day I hope, you know, one day I hope I can escape, quote-unquote, this old world, and that sort of thing. Listen, if you go back uh, and listen to a lot of the old songs that some of us grew up with, you know, they all talk about this old world and if I can just get out of here and and old things are so bad. Well, what what is happening right there? They've created a theology around this gospel of salvation only. And see, what I want to introduce you to today is the gospel of the kingdom, the, the idea that Jesus came not only... Now hear me, not only just so that you could go to heaven, not only so that you would just not face eternal damnation apart from God, but so that you would be restored 
as a son and as a daughter in the kingdom of God right now. Right now on this earth. Why? So that you and I can be ambassadors of his light and of his life. So that we can release his nature in the earth. So that we can obviously share other, share that beauty with others. So that we can welcome them into the kingdom and let them know that they've been designed as sons and daughters as well. To reflect the beauty of God in whatever it is that they do. Listen, that's a fundamental shift for most people. That's a fundamental shift for most Christians because what most Christians do, and, and especially Christian artists, I see them all the time. This was my story. You get saved, you you are in perpetual waiting mode, and you have no clue how to see the manifestation of the kingdom. That is, the things that you see in the Bible that are promised to us. Peace, love, joy, patience, kindness, self-control, signs and wonders. Uh, the favor of God, abundance in your life, blessing, overtaking you, all right? The ability to make wealth, which is what the Bible promises, you know? Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. We have no clue how to see that stuff happen in your life. And why is it? Because you don't know how the kingdom works. See, most most churches I've figured out over the years, and it kind of makes you mad. Because <laughs> you're like, what are people preaching? is that they're preaching a limited view of the nature of God, a limited view of the kingdom. And listen, when the kingdom comes in your life, transformation is the natural result. And the fruit of the kingdom is the natural outgrowth of walking in the fullness of the kingdom in your life. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about this today and give you some understanding. And again, Gosh, I wish I, I wish this could be like a you know fully comprehensive thing. Maybe it's a series of podcasts. I don't know, but but I want to give you some scriptures that have meant a lot to me and kind of give you some context because when you start to understand how the kingdom works, you realize very quickly that you've probably been living off of the same blueprint that you were living off before you got saved. All right, and, and you start to realize that oh my gosh. You can be saved, you can love Jesus, you can you can want the things of the kingdom and yet no have no clue how to see them happen in your life because you're still working off the old blueprint. That blueprint that's based on woundedness and fear and your experience and what mama said and what other people have said and the theology that you've developed over the years around why this won't work or why that won't work. We all do that. And the beauty of how the kingdom works, listen, is you know when Paul talks about how how transformation happens in our life, he said it happens through the what the renewing of your mind. So that is, as you start renewing your mind to the truth of the kingdom, you start renewing your mind to what Jesus actually said, what the Bible actually teaches about the new reality and the new blueprint of walking in the kingdom. All of a sudden, life begins to change. All right, and see, here's one of the things you know. This is so key. All right. The kingdom is not based on how hard you pray or how you feel. The kingdom is based on laws. See, most of us have been taught this idea and practiced this idea of, oh, if things get really bad, we just really, we cry out to God and pray, and, oh, God, things are really bad, and I need this, and I need that, and, oh, God, you know how hard I've tried, and all this kind of thing, and nothing ever changes. And you get resentful. I mean, call it what it is. <laughs> you get resentful in your heart and you wonder, well, why is God blessing them and not me? 
why is that working out for them and not me? And guess what? The enemy is right there, man. <laughs> the enemy is right there to try to shut you down. He's right there to sow fear and anxiety and doubt and all those sort of things. And listen, that's not the Lord. You have to start realizing the kingdom is based on laws. And when you understand how the laws work, all right, when you understand how things happen in the kingdom, then all of a sudden you align with those, you start to practice those in your life. And guess what? All of a sudden the kingdom starts showing up. <laughs> Favor starts showing up. Abundance starts showing up. A desire to help the poor and the least of these starts showing up. A desire to see transformation in your area of influence starts to show up. Why? Because the kingdom's at work. You're no longer trying to see kingdom fruit happen in your life by fleshly uh, by fleshly, you know, uh, power only. See, walking in the kingdom is not by might and not by power, but it's what? What did Jesus say? It's by my spirit, says the Lord. All right. Now, this is not comprehensive. Again, I'm just kind of giving you some highlights today of some things that have really been transformative uh, in in my life. But some of the laws that the Lord has really made so so clear to me. Number one, the law of love. Right? Jesus said the greatest commandment is love. So listen, whatever you're doing in your life, if it's not based in love, it's not based in the kingdom. See, if you're if you're living your life walking out of fear and anxiety and frustration or manipulation or, or negative coping mechanisms or a victim mentality and you're trying to make life happen by your own manipulation, my friend, it will never work. You can only walk motivated by love. Love for who? Love for your neighbor. Love for God. Love for yourself. Love for what God's called you to. It's based, you see, God's not given us a spirit of fear, the Bible says, but what? Of power and of love and a sound mind. So when it's based in love, the kingdom flows. When it's based in fear or anxiety or manipulation or control, guess what? The kingdom gets stopped up. So that's one of those things you can stop and say, well, Lord, where is it in my life that that I'm seeing, you know, I'm not seeing the results I want. Am I walking in love in that area? That's, oh my gosh, that, that's huge. Now, one of the other, the, you know, the second, I think, law that has really been huge for me is the law of sowing and reaping. And listen, this is not about money only, but it's the idea that whatever, let me reverse it. The idea is whatever you're experiencing in your life, right now is the direct fruit, the direct result of the things that you have sown or allowed to be sown in your life. Thoughts, actions, fears, faith, money, relationships, it doesn't matter. What the Bible says, whatever you sow, so shall you reap. And so if you want to experience, say for example, financial breakthrough, all right, then what are you sowing? Are you sowing into the kingdom financially? You can't expect breakthrough in your finances just by begging God to give you more money. That's not how it works. <laughs> All right? Whatever you sow, so shall you reap. So if you want to reap more finances, begin to ask the Lord, Lord, where can I sow more finances into the kingdom? If you want to have more freedom creatively, where can you sow creatively? If you want to have better relationships and more uh, beautiful relationships with intimacy and with 
uh, deep relationship and all that, where can you begin to sow in that area? Why? Because whatever you sow, so shall you reap. Listen, this is huge because if you don't like what you're experiencing right now in your life, you have the power through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the kingdom living inside of you, you have the power to change that. Now, what about the law of faith, right? Jesus said, with the faith of a mustard seed, you could say, say to this mountain, move, and it'd be cast into the sea. You know, the apostles talked about without faith, it's what? Impossible to please God. So again, if you're trying to do things out of fear or anxiety or begging God, as opposed to faith, then you're not going to see the nature of the kingdom show up in your life. See, what is faith? But in Hebrews, it says faith is the is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. That is, it's the essence of this idea of seeing and agreeing with heaven. When God shows you something, when you begin to sense something from the Holy Spirit and you say yes to that and you begin to agree with that, you begin to have the opportunity and the authority to begin to move in that area in your life. And all of a sudden, faith gets activated inside of you with that agreement with the kingdom of heaven. And all of a sudden, you're not just working by yourself. You're not just trying to create the wave, if you will, yourself. You're riding the wave that God's already created, and you're just agreeing with him and saying, Father, I want to be a part of what you're doing in my generation, in my circle of influence right now. And as you do that, listen, the abundance, the favor, the opportunity, the resources, the relationships, all that's all the force of heaven begins to flow on your behalf. Why? Just because God, God, you know, got in a good mood. Just because you know God said, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna bless them today." No, it's because the kingdom. <laughs> you started operating under the laws of the kingdom. See, when you know how the laws work, then you can start to see the kingdom of God flow in your life. Otherwise, you're expecting kingdom results, but trying to do it out of the flesh. And listen, my friend, I'm telling you, this is where 98 percent of the church is. And this is where 98% of artists who are Christians, they're frustrated because they're not, if they're really honest with themselves, and if you're really honest with yourself right now, you're probably frustrated because you're not seeing the fullness of what God wants to do in your life. And listen, the reason is because you're not plugged in to the power of the kingdom in your life. So listen, Jesus said in Luke 17, 21, he said, listen, the kingdom lives inside of you. He said, it's at hand. It's right here. (laughs) This is not anything you've got to beg for. The kingdom was implanted inside of you when you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And the beautiful thing is, listen, the kingdom of God, I mean, people have tried to define this, you know, for, for, uh, you know, hundreds, you know, even uh, thousands of years since Jesus was on the earth. But The kingdom of God is the mysterious, beautiful, all-encompassing nature, the power, the rule and reign of God living where? Inside of you right now to make and effect everything that he wants to do in the earth through you. I mean, think about that, my friend. (laughs) Think about, I mean, you can't, that's why it's a mystery. You, You can't even fathom that that the God of all the universe lives inside of you right now and all of his power and nature and wonder and glory lives inside of you right now and he wants to flow that through you into the earth 
to release his nature as an ambassador of his kingdom so that you can live the abundant life and bring others into that abundant life and redeem the earth (laughs) as his nature flows like a mighty river. I mean, listen, this is huge. And so unless you start to align with that, again, you're probably wondering why that's not happening in your life. It's just because you're trying to operate off a different grid. All right. And so in the next podcast, I'm actually going to walk through some scriptures that are going to be, I hope, give you a real context to understand what the kingdom looks like and how you can begin to align with the kingdom to really see it start manifesting in your life. And listen, I just believe, I believe that God is going to make a shift right now inside of you that, that as you start to say, yeah, Father, thank you that, that this can be my new reality. Thank you that right now you're going to begin to show me areas. In fact, just do that right now. Wherever you are, just close your eyes. Now, if you're driving, don't be doing this. <laughs> Come back and listen to it another time. But if you're where you can, just close your eyes and just say, Father, would you show me areas of my life that that are that are blocked? Would you show me areas of my life that where I'm frustrated, where I'm not experiencing the fullness of what you have for me? And as he does that, I want you to write those things down in your journal. All right. You know, I'm a big journaler. (laughs) Write it down in your journal. And then side by side on that, I want you to go down one by one and ask the Lord, Lord, what do you say about this? What do you say about this belief I've had about this situation? What's your truth about this thing that's, that's holding me back, this way of thinking that I've had? And allow him through the power of his kingdom that lives inside of you to begin to transform the way you think. And then what do you do? Everything that Jesus tells you, let that become (laughs) the basis of affirmations, the basis of what you're thinking about, the basis of the movie that's playing inside of your mind. Let those be the thoughts that you're rehearsing in your mind along with his word so that you and your mind, your very being begins to get realigned with the nature of of the kingdom inside of you. Wow. (laughs) This is good. Father, I thank you right now that you're faithful. Lord, I thank you right now in Jesus' name that you who began a good work in us is faithful to complete it, that you've not left us as orphans, Lord, but you call us sons and daughters. Jesus, you called us friend. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're, you're here right now to do the work and to bring us into alignment with the power of the kingdom that already lives inside of us. Do it, Lord, right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.